Hello everyone, thank you for downloading this week's episode of Season 2 of the What The Fart Led Podcast. Every week, Rob and I are going to bring you some inspirational stories from our amazing running community, along with some loosely running themed banter from us. Loose is definitely the right word, Matt. Before we get started, though, if you guys enjoy the show today, there are a few ways that you can support us. Firstly, where it is you get your podcast, please subscribe. And if you are listening through Apple Podcasts, then do leave us a review and a rating. This goes a long way to making our show more visible to people who might enjoy it. Yeah, we're also really active on social media, so you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or contact us directly through our dedicated email address. All the info's in our bio. Give us a follow, share with your friends, and come and have a chat with us. If this is the first time that you're listening, we've got a back catalogue of shows available, including the entirety of Series 1. Free to listen to at your leisure. Some great episodes in there that we are really, really proud of. So please do go on and check them out. Let us know what you think. Yeah, and lastly, 2021 is a big year for my co-host as he embarks on his journey with his oldest pal, Graham, to run the Berlin Marathon, all in support of Prostate Cancer UK. Uh, We'll be taking on some wacky challenges throughout the year to support him, so keep your eyes peeled and ears pricked for that. Join in and get involved where you can. Most importantly, if you can spare some change, then head over to our Just Giving page. The link is in our social media and in our bio. Any donations you give will be gratefully received. How was that, mate? Perfect, pal. Should we get on with the show? Let's do it. Are you a lawyer, groupie, and are you enjoy your run? Back to take it easy, you're shooting up like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world of the run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in your tail. Come along, join us, this is the place for you. Matt, I am your father. No! <laughs> it's a fact you're older than me. Um, yeah, only, only by a bit. Cheeky yeah. sod. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special Star Wars themed episode of the What the Fartlet podcast. We are Series 2, Episode 6. My name's Rob. And I am Matt. And you might be wondering why we are a Star Wars themed episode. And I say we're a Star Wars themed episode. There's just really one bit that's about Star Wars, to be honest. But uh, it worked for the intro. So, Matt, do you want to tell the guys what we've got on the show this week? So it all makes a bit of sense to them. Yeah, so we're having a bit of a chat about our week, as we usually do. Uh, We're doing a little bit of a segment called My Best Race, which is going to be quite fun. Uh, Obviously, a chat with Jez, Stormtrooper runner, uh, Mate Matt Run, and the infamous Statman John. Uh, Fartlek Files. Another good one that like week this week. Uh, good news stories and then the usual thank yous. Packed show today, mate, isn't it? Packed it show. Uh, before we get packs. before we get started, how's your week been, my brother? It's been fun, yeah. Doing the uh, the Strava arts and uh, getting about doing all that. It's been it's been good, yeah. I've managed to uh, bag my highest weekly mileage in, in God knows how long. So yeah, I'm pretty pretty pleased with that. Yeah, I noticed. We, we, I think you were shamed last week into actually going out and running, weren't yeah. you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but. I can't go running next week, so this will be my last day for running. So I've got to self isolate for a, a few days. Oh yeah, because uh, you're your poorly tooth. How are you feeling yeah. about that? You're worried about it? No, not really. No, don't don't bother me. I just want them out. That's it. Wisdom just, teeth just, are causing me to havoc. So yeah. it's dead hard, aren't you, mate? It's just it's dead it, yeah. hard. Northern, Urgh. isn't it? Northern. Urgh. Urgh. Ah. Look at me flexing. I'll do, I'll do it myself. 
Do you know what? I was thinking about doing that castaway thing when the ice skate when oh, when the pain was really bad. That's good, oh, good movie oh. reference, man. Yeah. How about you? How's your week been? Yeah, fine, fine. I tell you what, uh, really enjoyed the scavenger hunt that we're going yep. through. We'll talk more about the make back run stuff, but that was really good. Got me out on a slightly longer run because I've been keeping them quite short because my motivation's been a bit down. Mm-hmm. Um, not done tons of running, if I'm honest, but enjoyed what I've been doing. I'm quite happy with that at the minute. Uh, you know, banging the drum about, you know, don't compare yourself to others, don't compare yourself to your former exactly. self. So yeah. True. just True. going out, having having some fun. And then, uh, and of course, on Saturday just gone, we had the first ever What the Fart Like Lockdown quiz. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah, that was really good fun, yes. A lot of people uh, got involved in that, yeah. Very good. Yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Good to I Bit of a you sore are. head this morning. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you dirty stuff out, texting me at two o'clock in the morning, saying I've just got <laughs> off the call. <laughs> yeah, I think there were about five or six of us left, uh, last men standing. Yeah, good, yeah. good fun. <laughs> Loving the after party. We're going to do another one. So if you're listening and you're thinking, what are you talking about? Our first ever What the Fart Lockdown quiz, just to give everyone a little bit of a break from the norm, from the monotony of COVID and lockdown. Yeah. It was really well received. Uh, thank you so much, everyone who came on. Thank you to everyone who donated. Uh, I think we raised about 120 quid in the end for Prostate Cancer UK um, through donations on the Just Giving page. It's super, super appreciated. We hope you had fun. And yeah, we're going to do it again at the end of February. So if you're curious, head on over to our socials and find out what it's all about. So shall we get going with the next segment, Matt? You shall, yes. Uh, But before, we've had another email, mate. No. Another yes, you know what's coming, don't you? I know what's coming. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna give us a big build up. What 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 is it? Well, the uh, the <laughs> the Shapoogate files are being opened back up again. <laughs> yes, the annals of Wildies have been reopened. <laughs> the tombs have been reopened, and dusted off. Brilliant. So, who's who's our Wildy story this week, Matt? Well, I, I don't have to do the uh, any accents this week. So we've been uh, sent a, a voice voice note in again, but uh, it, I'm sure he doesn't mind us telling his name. It's Dirt Monkey seventy three on Instagram. Yes. So, Nick. Yep. Nick has sent us a wildy story. Nice one, Nick. Should we go over and have a little listen to it, dude? Let's go. Hey, Matt and Rob and fellow fartleckers. I was listening to episode five the other day and the wildy files came up again. I feel the time has come for me to confess to my own indiscretion. This story takes us back to April 2019. I was working for a glove manufacturer and our business had been relocated from London to a very sleepy town called Bourne in Lincolnshire, which meant that I had to travel up and stay overnights uh, every week. As a result of this, I'd become an Alan Partridge type figure, residing in the same hotel three or four nights a week. There was very little to do other than running or drinking heavily in my room whilst watching Grand Designs on Moor 4. So for my liver's sake, I took to running, normally doing a, a few K during most evenings and a 5k each morning. Although Bourne is a social mortuary, the scenery is absolutely breathtaking at times. And I had a route worked out that took me into some fenland surrounding the towns. Most mornings I'd set my alarm for around quarter to six so I could get up and have a run and a shower before breakfast at 7am. Getting out at this time often meant that I'd catch some amazing sunrises. That morning in April 2019 was fairly chilly, so I had my gloves and my woolly hat on as I set out. I'd got around halfway into my route and my stomach started to hurt badly. I was on the edge of the residential area still in the posh part of town, with the road leading into the fens still about two or three hundred metres ahead of me. 
I slowed down to a stop and tried to draw breath, calm my stomach down, but it was having none of it. I, I made it another few metres before I realised I was going to soil my Under Armour shorts in ways that the manufacturer had probably not envisaged. It was still really early in the morning and there wasn't anyone about. Um, if you've ever seen that meme of Homer Simpson emerging and disappearing into some bushes, well, that was kind of me, but with far less subtlety. I only just managed to get my shorts down in time and I was only really half hidden in the bush, which was actually the border to someone's front garden. And then to my horror, I realised I had no tissues with me. Plus, I could see someone in the distance walking a dog coming towards me. So I had to duck walk, Joe Wick style, shorts around my ankles, out of the bushes and drag my shorts up and carry on running to the relative safety of the fen where I dived in through the first gap in the hedge I could find until the dog walker had moved out of sight. This really wasn't good. As I mentioned, I worked for a glove manufacturer at the time, so I had access to an endless supply of cheap nylon gloves I used to wear for running. This made my next move very easy, and uh, my running gloves were sacrificed to recover a slither of dignity. I deposited them in a shallow grave, and I sheepishly weighed my way back to the sanctuary of the hotel with its hot shower. Unfortunately, the tale doesn't end there. When I got into the office, I told a couple of my colleagues about my dicky tummy and I was expecting a little bit of support. But within a couple of hours, pretty much all of the company had been made aware of my indiscretion and my name on the phone extension had been changed from Nick to Paula after that famous Radcliffe moment from the 2005 marathon. Just to add insult to injury, our company had a subsidiary business that supplied care homes with a variety of items. So by lunch, I'd been given a packet of beast wipes, which is basically a moist towel that's about the size of a beach towel. I've been given a pulp bedpan, some dog poop babs, and a rather fetching adult nappy, which I had to wear over my trousers all afternoon, just in case anyone wasn't up to speed on what had happened. By the end of the day, I felt so guilty about the mess that I'd left. I, I actually took a handful of the poop bags and some examination gloves out with me on my evening run. I cleared up my mess, I retrieved my gloves and bagged them too, and I disposed of it all in a law-abiding way. Ever since that day, there's always been a sachet of beast wipe in my running bag, and I will always try at least two or three times to make sure I'm clear before I go on any runs. It does sound like you've got no mugs left, so I will just take satisfaction in being a pioneer in breaking down the barriers and stigma this terrible affliction can bring. Cheers, chaps. <laughs> I loved Nick's penchant for storytelling. I feel like it was really it is. I really felt like I was there with him. Yeah, it was like it was like reading your bedtime story, weren't it, Blossom? <laughs> Not the very best of bedtime stories, though. No, no, definitely not. Give me nightmares that. But uh, I am particularly pleased with the, uh, the 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 mental image that will never leave me and haunt me forever of wiping one's bum with a glove. Yes, yeah. The fact that he was shamed around his work as well, having to wear that nappy <laughs> over his, his trousers and stuff. <laughs> classic, Nick, classic. But very good. Nick, welcome to a very exclusive club. One that people may say that they do not want to be a part of, but really they're just jealous. Welcome, Nick, to the Wildy Club. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Good one. I love it. Please do send us Wildies. I 
bloody love a Wildy story. If I could, this show would just be us listening to people talk about when they pooed in public. It is the best. I almost got caught short on my run uh, yesterday, to be fair. Did you? Yeah, almost. I was so close. See, I, think, I, think the term, I think the term is uh, touching cloth, I think. <laughs> Prairie dogging. Yeah, I managed to to, to get myself home and uh, and sorted before anything uh, happened. So, I feel yeah. like I feel like you should have just done it for the art. Yeah, I sh- I, yeah. I should have gone. Uh, I should have gone round another couple of miles just to you know <laughs> say I've just done another the... wild day. Do you do you even do you even care about this podcast, Matt? <laughs> so <laughs> so not interested, not invested in it. Uh, right, let's move on from that. Yeah. So uh, we've decided we're going to do a little segment, a little bit of a, a fun one. So to set the scene, guys, Matt and I were talking about what we wanted to talk about this week. And one of the things that's becoming abundantly clear at the moment is that uh, people are missing races, man. I think there, there was definitely... We, everyone missed races in 2020, I think it's fair to say. But I think in some ways what a lot of people did was they kind of thought, well, I'm going to write this year off and 2021, we're going to get back on it. And 2021's rocked around and it's not happening, is it, dude? No, mate. Even like even even park run and stuff's not, not nothing's being announced about any of that, is it either? So yeah, it's yeah. races have been cancelled left, right, and centre. So yeah, it's putting uh, a bit a bit of a downer. But uh, we we're yeah. to try and uh, bring that back. We are, aren't we, mate? So mm. what what we're gonna do is we do a little bit of a segment. What we want you guys to do is start thinking about what's the best race you've ever done, and we want to hear from you. So Matt and I are gonna talk in a minute about our best races. And we want you guys to tell us yours. So we're going to share it on our social media, on our personal social medias on Thursday. Um, all we want you to do, a bit of a challenge, go on, go and find, think what your best ever race was, your favourite race you've ever done. Go and find the best picture you've got from that race. When you find that picture, share it on your social media, particularly Instagram, because that's where we're super present, and tell us all about that race. Why is it your favourite? What did you love about it? What was it that made it so special to you? Um, use a hashtag so that we can see you and tag the podcast in it. So the hashtag is WTF my best race. Okay. And Genius. we'll share them all. We'll interact with you guys. We want to talk about it. Maybe we'll find some runs that you were at that other people are at. Start some mm-hmm. conversations in our amazing running community. Uh, with that in mind, Matt, what's your best race ever? Best race? To see there's different things in there's best races where you felt like you've run your best times or you've you've enjoyed it the most. But I think my my best race has got to be uh, my first ever marathon, which was London. Yeah, London marathon. Tell, um, tell, tell me, tell me about. I mean, I know why it's London marathon, yeah. but set set the scene a little bit for us. Yeah, basically, you you apply for years and years to get into London, and and you get that rejection letter and that rejection email for for God knows how many years, and then. The excitement starts when when that magazine dropped through my door and it, it said accepted congratulations you're in and and that's that's when the build up for that race starts because you know you're going to be doing that that major that marathon major so yeah that that that's where it began for me uh, or my heaviest uh, weight wise um, and and just the training up to that that particular day I'd never been to London before either. Um, really? Never been yeah, down? Yeah, never been, ne- never. Uh, and that was my first first trip down, so obviously went down, did all the sightseeing, which was amazing, because I've not seen any of that stuff before in my life, only on telly. Yeah. Um, and then, then running around the streets of London, like like we've heard so many people on this podcast say, you turn right onto Tower Bridge, and it's a, a wall of just noise and people screaming, and oh, 
I'm getting I'm getting goosebumps now just talking about it. <laughs> Mate, what what year was what year was it your first your first year doing My what year first, was it first? It was uh, 2013 so it was a, it was a week after the Boston um, marathon uh, bomb. Oh, was in. it? Yeah, what, so we all had the uh, black armband on. What was the atmosphere like? It was I mean, everyone were there in solid solidarity. Said, you know, with the with the black armbands on, and just wanted to get it done. Black Boston strong, I think, was the uh, was the yeah, hashtag yeah. that they used. In the yeah, yeah. there were no somber. I mean, they had that minute silence and stuff beforehand, and, and all that sort of stuff. So, but then everyone just got on, on with it and just enjoyed enjoyed the day as it should have been. Yeah, oh, good so, best yeah. race, man. Yeah, and I got I got the sub four that I was aiming for uh, yeah, throughout my training. So yeah, best race. Enjoyed it, and and the I think two years before I had split up with my daughter's uh, mum, and I got to spend the weekend yeah. with my daughter as well, uh, which was which which was uh, amazing. So mate, good story, brilliant, nice one, loved it. How about you then? So I, I wanted to be a little bit not cliche about it and pick mm. like because everyone expects you to pick your first marathon because yeah yeah. And I wanted to, and I was trying to, th- I was racking my brain when we were talking then about, you know, whether any, and I, there are 10Ks that I loved, half, Cardiff half marathon, my first half marathon was an amazing experience. Um, there are a couple, but it, it, whether it's cliche or not, my first and only to this date marathon, uh, Paris was just unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, such a good, such a good experience, such a good day. Um, the, the fact that Paris isn't a major, it is yeah. everything but a major in everything but name like everything you know the, the atmosphere the amount of people that run it the scenery it's yeah. just incredible and it's a race that i would recommend anybody do i hear nothing but good things about it, it has a really nice mix of you run the first 10k through the sites of paris you see everything then yeah. you get 10k in a wood and it's a bit quieter and you can yeah. kind of get your thoughts together and get your head down and then you have another 10k the third 10K is then, again, back through the city, through yeah. the tunnels, along the Seine. Beautiful. And then your last mm. 10K is, again, running through the running, running through the Bois de Boulogne, the woods at the end. And that's that's the tough bit because it gets quiet then and you've really yeah. got to dig in. But, dig in, dig. Yeah, man, amazing. And then my big story, which I know I've told you before, but I don't think I've told it before on the podcast, was like you, my my goal was a sub-four-hour marathon. Mm. I got uh, naive, naive runner syndrome that we always get with our first marathon get to 20 miles you're feeling mm. good you've got out too fast because you don't understand that you've got to run to plan yeah um so uh you know i'm out and and i'm running and i'm doing i was aiming for sub four i was probably on for about i was probably on for about 345 um i was doing really well running like eight eight tens and then uh, and then the wall hit and it hit hard at 20 miles man mm. ironically yeah. it hit just after someone had a big sign well the painted a wall <laughs> saying this is the wall and i was like i'm not hit the wall and literally about 500 meters later i hit the wall and so there was a lot of there was a lot a lot of shuffling a lot of run, a lot deep. of kind of digging deep and, and you know what and a lot of telling myself nah i could i knew that i had to get about a 909 pace for sub four yeah and i could see that average pace just up 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 because i was really i was walking most of it yeah. and um Man, it was so hard, but you know, I you, you go through the state phases, don't you? I convince myself, you know what, it's fine. If if it comes in 403, 404, it's fine. So yeah. I kind of gave up then and I got into a bit of a shuffle and I was going, and then I fell over a branch in the last <laughs> kilometer. It kind of hurt my leg. 
and I'm sort of like trundling, and I, I just thought, oh, sod it, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna walk. I'm not hitting this four hours anyway. And I got to the sign that said 400 meters to go. Yeah. And I looked at my watch, and it was like 3:58:30. Bye. And I was like, <laughs> oh no! Like if I if I'm gonna come in at like 4:02, 4:03, that's fine. But if I come in at four hours and five seconds, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to want to jump in the set. Never mind, run past it. So it's his so, decision now. Do I, do I walk the rest of the way and come in at four or five? I, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have a sit down for a minute. No, yeah. I just went like lappers. In my head, I was Usain Bolt. There's a video of me finishing. I was just hobbling slightly faster. I wasn't. Oh, I'll see that <laughs> and then, video. And then, I'll, I'll, We'll find it, man. And then there was a big group of people across the front. There was these six people all running hand in hand, finishing the, the running experience, uh, taking up the entire finish straight. So I just went straight through the middle of them. And then the worst part was, the worst part was that everyone says, you know, that sense of elation when your first marathon time comes in. Oh, sorry, when you finish your first marathon, you know, you break down, you get the goosebumps, you cry, whatever it is, you've just achieved the marathon. <laughs> I didn't have any of that because my watch said four hours and two seconds. Oh, right? what? And so all I could do was, I, I, my phone was in my bum bag and my phone's out and I'm just refresh, 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 <laughs> refresh. So all these people are like hugging and crying and oh, well, très bien, très bien fait, ah, bravo, bravo. And I'm just like, shut up, I need to know if I've got in. And I'm refreshing and I'm, and I'm, wait, I'm waiting for a bottle of water. And the buzz came in, and it came in. This is no word of a lie. Three, five, nine, five, nine. Oh wow! Brilliant, brilliant. And in the <laughs> with all these people, I was shut <laughs> up. Brilliant. Chip time, yeah. Three, five, nine, five, nine. Sub four, Couldn't, and you got it. Get in. I was sub four. I'm a marathon runner, mate. You never take that away from me. Yeah, that was definitely my best race. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was fun. Good trip Brilliant. down memory lane. Um, yeah. So, yeah, as we said at the start of this segment, guys, we want to hear your my best race stories. Let's get away from the blues to the fact that we haven't got anything coming up. Get on Instagram, share your favourite photo of your best race and tell the story of yeah. it. Tag the podcast in it. Use do- hashtag WTF, my best race. And we're gonna and we'll interact with you. Let's find races we were all at together. Let's find things we've got in common and let's all just 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 have a little bit of a, a nice reflection moment. Because I tell you what, man, that was fun. That's made my yeah, day. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. Maybe maybe we'll uh, read a couple of them out next week as well, maybe. Oh yes, what a yes, Matty yeah. Taylor. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah, definitely. We'll uh, we'll pick some of our favourites and we'll read them out. Great idea. Mm. Um yeah, good segment, that. So, uh, should we... I think it's time we talk to somebody else, though, because we've been rambling for long enough, haven't we? So, you guys might know this guy, certainly for the charity uh, work that he does. So, you may well know him as the Stormtrooper runner, uh, the guy who incredible feats he accomplishes uh, dressed in that awful outfit. Um, but what you might not know is the man behind it, uh, who is Jez. Uh, and spoiler alert, he's an absolute gent. So yes. now that his, uh, his Stormtrooper days, he says, are firmly behind him. <laughs> we, get, we get a chance to talk to the man behind it about his running journey. And it, I'm really looking forward to it. It's, it's a great one. Um, sport, do need to warn you, though, I love Star Wars and he loves Star Wars. And there is quite a lot of us loving Star Wars. So just be aware. <laughs> there is a big quite Star a Wars fest. 
there is some nerdy stuff going on there, but I think you're going to enjoy it. What do you reckon, mate? Should we get over and have a chat with, yes. with Jez? Yeah, let's do it. So, guys, you may know him as the Stormtrooper runner, uh, but I know him as Jez. Jez, how are you doing today, man? Hey, hello. How's it going? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thanks for asking. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, 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 no. Super happy to have you on. Super excited to talk to you today, man. Um, not just because I'm a massive, massive Star Wars nerd. Um, and I think there's going to be, as, I'm going to shoehorn as many Star Wars references in as I can throughout the uh, the length of this uh, this chat. Um, what I'd like to do, though, is I'd like to start where we always start these conversations. I know you know what's coming. Um yeah. Can you start by telling everyone listening a little bit about how you first got into running, please, dude? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, I was uh, never in the 100 metres at school or the 1600 metres. I was always like the middle guy, never really picked for, for much. I wouldn't be known for my physical prowess. And I think it was probably when I became 40 that I really started getting into it a little bit more. I'd done a few charity run with work. I mean, I knew you had Carl on in season one and he'd said, you know, in the military there was quite a lot of emphasis not just on your own physical fitness but on a little bit charity fundraising so I guess the military's had a little part to play in that but only really in the last six or seven years yeah yeah and uh, and so so what, what how did it start for you you said that it was so few charity races did you get the bug straight away or was did you like flirt with running a little bit and then kind of build up or was it just straight into marathons how did how did it yeah all... no it just it did start it started with that um you know the 10ks I think it was one of the London 10ks and the fact that I just couldn't walk down the stairs afterwards. I was like, wow, what, what have I done to myself? I've raised some money, but I am, you know, I'm, I'm in a bad way. And uh, and it just went from there. And again, with most charity fundraising, you know, you, you say do a 10K. And then the next event is you have to do a half marathon because someone will say, oh, you did a 10K last year. You know, give me give me a fresh challenge. So, yeah, you, you push yourself. You raise a bar. Um but yeah, and you slowly get into it. So the next time you do it, you're not walking down the stairs like you've just completely broken your legs. Yeah, well, definitely, mate. Um, any early memories at any races from when you first started that stand out as, wow, that was that was good fun or that was tough? Yeah, so, um, I mean, one of the ones, I, I did go sort of go hard or go home, I guess, quite early. I think um, it was around about 2014, I did um, a run called The General uh, which was a 30 mile cross country run. I don't know why I did it. I'm full of silly ideas. <laughs> and um, and there was only about 15 lunatics turned up for this event. And um, and I think I came second in it. And that's not because I'm a fast runner. It's just because I was better at map reading, I think, than a few <laughs> a few others. There was definitely some people ahead of me. And then I, I got to the finish line. And I was like, oh, what's happened here? Um, but yeah, so that was good. But I don't think you can beat the public races. And that's why everyone's found, you know, 2020 so tough. Um, and that certainly got me into my run in Stormtrooper was um, the the reactions for the half marathons and then the first London, which I did. You know, you, you, you can't take away those memories. I mean, just, you know, the whole camaraderie, uh, not just for the runners, but for the supporters. Absolutely love it. Yeah, it's definitely been missed, hasn't it? And, and hopefully to return at some point in the near future. Now, you mentioned the Stormtrooper runner stuff. So it's a nice, yeah. nice segue. You are a very, very passionate uh charity fundraiser um ambassador advocate um uh supporter promoter whatever you want to call it tell me how the stormtrooper stuff and and the charity fundraising passion came about in you yeah sure thanks very much so um i've raised quite a bit of money in the past for military charities you know i've been in the military now for 23 years so 
all the standard ones, the British Legion, the RF um, Association, Benevolent Fund, etc. And I was really lucky enough to get a public ballot for the 2015 London Marathon. I've been trying for a while, but, you know, you get a public ballot. And you just think, well, actually, it's still an opportunity. It's my first official marathon. And uh, so I'll raise money for someone. And there was a guy who I worked with who had a poorly son uh, with leukemia. And I said, right, you know, which charities helped you out the most? I want to see what I can do for you. And I was expecting him to say, oh, it was one of the um, military sort of family association charities. And he said, click sergeant. So uh, I started running for click sergeant, which is, you know, a really popular one for a lot of runners. And uh, they do some fantastic work. And I think it was, you know, the runner's high, which I had, the the endorphins, but the satisfaction of having raced, I think it was about £1,100 at the time. And I just thought, oh, I want that again. I want the combination of, of all of that euphoria, but the fact that, you know, you can try and make a difference with some charity fundraising. So the following year, I wanted to do the London Marathon and uh, we'll come on to racing a bar with regards to the difficulty stakes of that. But um, I couldn't get public ballot. So I, again, looked for children's charities. You know, I've been in the military, as I said, for a long time, but... I decided to join the military and no one in the military, you know, wants to get hurt or injured or, or have any sort of mental health issues um, with PTSD or anything like that. But we've made the decision to join the military. And, and from my point of view, maybe as a father as well, but you know, no, no children have ever made the decision to be a poorly child, you know? So for me, it's, it's heartbreaking. And I just think I, I've taken a sort of real mindset shift about doing everything I can do to, try and give children the inherent right to, you know, laugh and play, smile, even when they're going through the most difficult times. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and what a great message as well. I think we talk, don't we quite a lot in these kind of chats. I, I, I get it all the time with people, you know, what, what's your background, what's your motivation, what's your reason. And you're absolutely right. When it comes to kids, they don't get to pick these things. They don't get to decide what happens to them. So fair play to you for doing it, mate. Absolutely. So you're up in the bar, you're <laughs> yeah. raising your game, you've done yeah. the marathon once, you can't go out handing cap on Facebook to everybody again. I know that feeling. Yeah. Just like, I'm going to run the same marathon again. So what happens? <laughs> tell, me, tell me what goes on in your head. Uh, well, um, yeah. You, you don't want to know what goes on in my head, and I'm sure most of your <laughs> listeners don't want to. Um, however, you know, as a 70s child, um, absolute Star Wars nut. And, um, you know, so I've got I've got several passions in my life, but one of them being running and one Star Wars. And I just thought, you know what, the Stormtrooper costume for me is such an iconic costume. And um, I guess it's something from, you know, you, you put on a costume like that with the helmet on. So your identity is completely changed. It's not just like, say, putting on Superman cape where people can still see that it's Matt or Rob or Jez or Joe or Rav or whoever. So, uh, you know, you're, you're like the Stig almost, you know, and um, I just thought it's an iconic costume. I've never, ever had one. I'd like to do that. I'd like to make my life difficult running because otherwise, you know, it's a saturated market. There are so many people fundraising out there. So you need to try and do something. And uh, so, yeah, I, I contacted some people within the <laughs> inverted commas Stoll's community and just said, right, you know, I, I want to um, see what I can do here. And I got involved, um, got assisted by a uh, costuming company called the uh, UK Garrison they they helped out they provided me with a costume and said you know crack on with this you lunatic and um, so that was it it started off as a one-year one-off run challenge and um, so that was it 2016 running for Make-A-Wish so I got one of their charity bond places and uh, and, and took it from there really and um, yeah I mean I could go off on various tangents and everything but it was uh it was one thing which yeah in 2016 I thought that would be it by April the 23rd 
and here I am now in 2021. To be fair, you, you kind of uh, you jumped and took my next question because I was really keen to know, was it always going to be something that consumed your life for five years yeah. or was it just going to be, I'm going to do it one and I'm going to be done? How how was it at that first race then, that first that first long run in, in that outfit? Talk well, me through the talk me through the good bits, talk me through the bad bits, talk me through everything and how you felt on that day. Yeah, okay, sure. I mean, if you want to know all about the chafing and everything else, because I, mean, <laughs> I can talk to maybe, you guys. Maybe about, not. <laughs> I, I've got the best lube there is. Um, so, so I thought there was a couple of things here. I hadn't really discovered social media like we have now. You know, certainly one on Instagram or anything. But I thought, right, I'll do a couple of um, shakedown runs where you know I'll just go out running in it. So, a people see me out running in it. And, uh, and I get used to it. I can figure out where I'm going to get cut, where I'm going to get chafing and where, where it's really going to hurt. So where I can then sort of bandage myself up and pre-bandage. And um, so, that, so that was fine. I was getting used to it. And there was a little bit of sort of local interest. And then um, I, I, was at, I was at my mother-in-law's one uh, weekend. And um, suddenly my Facebook just started going crazy. My All notifications on my phone because um, someone had ended up doing a video on Lab Bible. And uh, I had no idea about this. And they had recorded me from their car running through my local village and they put it to some Star Wars music and uh, said, when you're late for a meeting with Darth Vader. And, <laughs> um, and it was just notification, notification, notification. And suddenly it was, you know, like 600, 700,000 views, 800,000. And we were like, right, crack open a bottle of wine. We're not going anywhere until this baby hits a million. And they got to a million and then it was at two million. And so that was really quite a uh, big explosive over that weekend. And um so that helped because you just capitalize on that. That helped with the charity fundraising. Um, ASICs, um, the brand got involved a little bit then because I'd been wearing ASICs trainers at the time. And um, so so that was really, really helpful. Um, but then running the actual marathon itself, the 26.2, yeah, it's a challenge for anyone, you know. So it's a bucket list thing for so many people. And and, and it was great, but I just... Um, I loved it. it. It was also bad for my arms as well as my legs because, you, right, if you're at the side and you're waving at a stormtrooper and that stormtrooper doesn't wave at you, you think, oh, that's a rude stormtrooper. So I spent 26.2 miles sort of waving at everyone. And, High five and, kids. Yeah, yeah. It, was just, um, it was just a great experience. And, and I had managed that year, I raised, I think it was 5,600. And it was like, all oh, right, yeah, brilliant. That's done. That, that That's it. I wonder what's next in my life. And then people were sort of saying, Oh, you should do it for a Guinness record. You should do a, apply for a Guinness record. Do this, do that, and then the sort of cogs in my head started rolling, and I was thinking, oh, maybe, maybe I could do like one more year. You know, one more year in 2017, but push the bar a little bit more. How can I do that? And um, I had established a quite a nice relationship with Pinewood Studios at the time because, um, you know, you you sh sometimes when it comes to charity fundraising, right, you don't lose heart because you write to a hundred organizations and you might only hear back from one, you know, that's just the way it is. I guess everyone's so busy and they're inundated with requests and stuff, but don't ever lose heart because you're, you know, often your break will come. And, and for me this year, the break came right on the last day. But um, my point is I, I wrote to Pinewood and just said, do you know what? I'd love to have a photograph in my costume outside of Pinewood studios where the films get made at the moment, but I appreciate security. I appreciate you guys, you know, get a bit, you know, naturally upset about certain things. So would you mind? And they wrote back saying, yeah, yeah, no, not a problem. Thanks for writing. And it, it was just that which started this relationship. So I, I then was on a um, 
poem, poem would help me out a little bit there. And uh, so then the opportunity for me to run the following year, um, but finishing outside the Lucasfilm headquarters at Pinewood wow. um, was, a, again, just by writing letters and just trying to be polite to people and just saying, you know, do you mind? So because um, that was the thing the following year, I was like, right, I can do a Guinness Records attempt. But um, but who would sponsor me? Because I'd already done the London Marathon the year before. So because it was um, 2017, I was like, right, that's the 40th anniversary of Star Wars. Yep. Massive. First thing. one coming out. Yeah, yeah. so I just, I, <laughs> I'm there with you. Don't worry. Oh, mate, um, awesome. So I was just thinking, right? Well, 40 miles. Let, let's let's try and push it out. Let's let's. So we'll do the London Marathon. We'll try and do that as a Guinness record, and uh, and then in May we'll we'll do the, a 40 miler to to celebrate the 40th anniversary. So uh, there's an incredible area right next to Pinewood uh, Studios called Black Park. In fact, they've got a really lovely park run there. It's under the sort of wood forest canopy. It's beautiful. And um, so I, I ran 39 miles around Black Park and with a lot of friends. It, oh, it was just, you know, the times which we all yearn for again, you know, that social interaction. And uh, and then I finished within Pinewood Studios and um, and I contacted Make-A-Wish. Again, I did it for them. And uh, there was a, a young Make-A-Wish recipient, Oliver, his name was, a real young lad who's a huge Star Wars fan. I just said, right, does he want to cross the finish line with me like the last 50 meters? And um, so he, um, I got a lovely photograph of, of him. He's dressed as a biker scout, which is a character from Return of the yeah. Jedi. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, so, so Pinewood were all involved in the, um, so that, that was great fun. And again, it was just like, right, that's it. No more. I've done 40 miles in the costume. It's hurting now. I'm not getting any, <laughs> I'm not getting any younger. Um, you know, I, I think I've raised enough that year. I think it was something like 16,000 which had been raised and I thought right that's it because all the way in your in your head you're just thinking right I don't want to overdo it and I don't want this year to be worse than last year you know and um so that was it 2017 I, I retired the costume mate there was definitely no more <laughs> and then what happened Jez well um <laughs> so there was definitely going to be no more and then um in 2017 I was watching Children in Need with my wife um it was like November time when Children in Need is usually on TV and I learned about this new charity uh, or relatively sort of fledgling charity called Spread a Smile and um and I watched this video and I just um I just welled up I, could, I I maybe it's just as as a father maybe it's just you know as I'm getting older I'm just getting softer but again, I saw this video of um, this little girl called Vanessa and I just looked at my wife and I'm like, mm, one more year, you know, I just, <laughs> and then I started justifying it to myself, like for all the Star Wars super nerds out there, like us, I was just like, well, Star Wars is about trilogies, you know, so it would be wrong just to leave it dangling yep. with two. So, okay, I will come back for 2018. That's it. You know, definitely. Okay. This is the third and final year, 2018. Always trying to justify it. So because uh, Spread a Smile were t so small as well, they didn't have any charity bond places for any marathons or, or anything like that. So again, I spoke, I spoke with Make-A-Wish and uh, between the sort of three of us, we said, right, I'm going to raise money for Make-A-Wish and Spread a Smile. And, um, and I'm going to do the London Marathon again, but I'm, I'm not going to attempt a Guinness record. Um, I'm just going to have this as like the final London Marathon, but I'm going to try and run 100 kilometers in the costume. Um, because it was the 100th anniversary of the Royal Air Force. And I just thought, right, okay. you know, that, that's raising the bar. 62 miles in one sitting in the costume is um, is certainly going to be a bit of a challenge for me. 
and um and uh and it certainly was so so that was again with uh, lucasfilm fortunately lucasfilm gave me um permission to run around their headquarters this time so so I, I, I yeah it was um sort of various non-disclosures and bits and pieces about you know um stuff there but it, the idea was to start at midnight so uh, i had a small team of uh, friends with me and we started at midnight and uh, we got the first um 50k done by the time the lucasfilm employees then came into work and then i had to go um back over to black park near pinewood studios run again and then finish at pinewood so that was that was uh emotionally draining i mean that was you know i i do get emotionally at the end of some of these runs you know at the end of the guinness or record thing i had to keep my helmet on for a while um uh, because i didn't want anyone to see my face but the benefit of the helmet though isn't yeah, it yeah totally well there's so many benefits to my helmet i mean you know i've got <laughs> face for radio um so um yeah so that was it it was um i, I felt that that had been a, a challenging reward in three years you know i'd raise the bar each year i felt it you know important to say to people hey you know i know i've done this before but this year it's going to be even harder and um and and it does get harder and harder so um things which helped me with the charity fund fundraising you know the usual things um trying to appeal to friends and family doing the sort of sweepstakes at work um we you know virtual medals i got into a virtual race series and set up my own virtual race series in 2018 uh which for anyone who's trying to raise money i know carl from season one um he fighting the dad bod um we spoke at the beginning of 2020 and i said oh you know um virtual series they, they can be really good from a charity fundraising point of view and it may well help you with your berlin uh fundraising as well um you know, yeah yeah uh, yeah some, some, something i think possibly of an exclusive but yeah something i think we are going to definitely look at there may be a there may be a what the fart like virtual race series at some point in the future brilliant i mean that 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 that's can can be such a good thing for people you know and and if if you do it and it's the way i did it my um and again, this was through Instagram because someone had done a design for me and um, for, it was called The Last Stormtrooper Run because I think it was The Last Jedi was the movie coming out. So I just I was trying to bring it, bring what I was doing. So 2018 was The Last Stormtrooper Run. And uh, so I put this design on Instagram and a few people were say, saying, hey, turn that into a virtual medal, turn that into a into a virtual race. And then people were saying to me, oh, well, um, can you do it as a 5K? And then others were saying, oh, can you do it as a marathon? Some were saying, can you do it as a longer event? So um, the money, the cost involved is in the making of the medal. So I just mm. thought, right, well, I'll do four different distances and each distance will have a different colored ribbon. So individually, these virtual events look brilliant, but collectively as a set, they looked fantastic. Mm. And um, so, yeah, that that was great that I was able to do this with a company so uh, the, the way in which that worked was I didn't actually have to do a great deal of work, which as someone who's, you know, full time um, occupation, uh, you know, family man and runner, it was quite nice to be able to give it to a company and say, can you crack on? And um, they sold um, over 600 of those, which generated wow. 3000 pounds. So um, wow. so that that helped. But that was it. 2018. No more. Again, the Trooper had absolutely Definitely been done. retired. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. 100%. Yeah, yeah. But just like George Lucas, you can't leave an idea alone. Yeah, absolutely. Well, <laughs> it, it was. It was completely retired. And um, I did 2019. And I love 2019 as a runner because I was able to run as me again, you know. And um, I'd set myself some challenges. I had been, um, I was going to do the New York Marathon. And um, I discovered the 80-20 training plan, which I know, you know, you guys have discussed. 
and uh, and I was just getting myself fitter and I was enjoying that and again I was getting those endorphins and and it was a case of right just pressure free because charity fundraising for all those people and the listeners who are doing it yeah there is an element of pressure and, and stress and load that it. because yeah. you know often you 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 are committed aren't you to to raising 2000 or 2500 and for a lot of people it is it is a worry and um and I and I do urge people that if anyone is worrying about it and wants any ideas or anything just dm me directly on um, Instagram because you know uh, collectively with my friends and and how this has been done over the last five years you know we've managed to raise quite a bit of money it with various different ways and you do need to constantly reinvent yourself so if anyone does have any problems just give me a call um, but yeah uh, so 2019 that was it it was it was done and um, however um, Disney contacted me and as you do all the time mate it was absolutely crazy. I couldn't believe it. Um, I was I was in Afghanistan at the time, and I uh, got a letter from the um, what was it from the manager of Disney licensing, and I thought, oh no, what have I done wrong? Is, 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 is this because of the virtual medals? Um, what, what's going on here? And uh, they'd said, yeah, we we've seen what you've been doing, and we wanted to know if you wanted to get involved with us with a particular project which we're looking to get into. And at the time, I was like, "No, you're right. Actually, I'm. I, I don't want to do it because it's Disney, though, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, well, but the thing is, I mean, I mean, I'm. I'm not just a Star Wars fan. I'm a movie fan as well, right? So I, I use they own everything fan. now, don't they? <laughs> but yeah. I mean, they're probably watching us right now. Hi, Mickey. You can't, you can't um, piss off Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I was just thinking, I, I like the Rocky franchise up until say Rocky Four. You know, Rocky Four was a classic. And then I think they tried to over-egg it, you know, in Rocky Five, and I think the latest one was like Balboa or something. But they, they lost Creed's all that. Sorry, we're going off track. Sorry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, certainly like those. But I, I, I just didn't want a, sort of a comeback to be my Rocky Five. Do you know? I just thought that was rubbish. So, uh, so a but, reference. Nobody, yeah. nobody wants to be a Rocky Five. Certainly <laughs> don't want it. So, um, so I was just thinking, yeah, I... No, I'm done. I'm I'm all right. Thanks very much. Anyway, they kept on going on a little bit, um, but it, so it wasn't Disney who who convinced me. Ultimately, it was when one of the charities said, "Oh, come over and um, come to a charity fundraising night with us." And again, then I saw what they were doing. And I saw they had a little choir. And they were tugging at the heartstrings a little bit. And I was just like, "Oh my goodness!" Right. I know I said about Star Wars do trilogies, but they also do standalone movies. Yeah. So um. Okay, what Disney had been talking to me about was a three-year challenge. Disney were trying to do something called, um, and it's still online, it's still on some um, websites now, something called Fuel Your Force. And uh, so they were trying to put Star Wars on, you know, lots of yoga mats and kettlebells and various different things. And they were like, oh, maybe, you know, you can work with us on this. And and uh, and I was really anti it because I'm not a trainer i'm not a coach you know i'm just someone who's just been i don't know maybe a little bit um bloody minded you know of doing stuff but i'm i'm certainly no one who people should necessarily take advice from <laughs> from a running point of view yeah. you know no, I'm not yeah trained. i know that feeling yeah <laughs> right so, there with uh, you. <laughs> so I, I don't think the disney thing actually whilst it's still online and it's still there they sometimes i think they must have like 20 ideas and only two or three of them they, they then proceed with so uh, I think that sort of died a death a little bit. But again, I was just thinking, how can I help the charities? I can't run further than 100K. 
And if I'm going to do this, I, w- I want to do something which is challenging. So I thought, right, through a year, 1,000 K, sorry, 1,000 miles. 1,000 miles. So, um, yeah, 1,000 miles in the costume. So not just one event, like the marathon or 40 mile or whatever. It's, it's a complete life lifestyle change and a complete commitment. So, uh, yeah, in 2020, I vowed to run 1,000 miles. Brilliant. And I guess with lockdown happening was was the did that scupper anything was the original plan to do a lot of kind of races to raise the profile and the awareness or, yeah. or was it always just going to be running around the village and that kind no of thing? you're absolutely right coronavirus and, and lockdown everything just changed turned it all on its head you know I, I got two public runs done by middle of march and um but i had had intentions and spread a smile and make a wish had intentions to have me in london running at shopping centers outside superstores um at geek fest conventions you know i, I go to <laughs> uh, i go to all these you know conventions and stuff like that you know where, where i really get my geek on and yeah. um but so i went to one of these in 2017 just before the london marathon and I managed to raise $5,000 at a big convention called Star Wars Celebration, right. uh, where they had me running um, a half marathon a day on a treadmill for four days. And, you know, people were coming past at this convention, just dropping in like $5 and $10. And uh, so that was great. So I had all these public appearances planned. And um, as with everyone, you know, we, we all had our, our year shots. So I couldn't feel sorry for myself, you know. I mean, it was just one of those things where you have to adapt and overcome and just think, right, what can I do now? So... So this whole year has been a battle for everyone in so many ways. I did think in March, I just thought, do you know what? I, um, I'm not sure if this is possible. But then I just thought to myself, um, the thing is, the charities are still there, right? The, the kids still need the support. In more fact, so, if anything. More than ever, more yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, they've lost all their, um, or a good proportion of their marathon fundraising, you know, London Marathon, and, and a lot of that income is, is gone. And, uh, and the kids still need their help. So it just gave me more determination, made life harder, but um, you just struggle on, you know, and you just, so I came up with a new virtual medal series this year, one which is absolutely amazing. Um, I love it. I mean, how many virtual medals are there with a flashing LED? Yes, it, it, it was, it was special. Um, so uh, I do love that one. Um, so that one, that one's great. Um, but yeah, things like the quiz nights and the raffles and, and I know that you could say, oh, I'll, I'll do a Zoom quiz night and stuff, but it, it was always going to be a difficult year for me. But no, slowly but surely, you know, I had my mileage tracker, which was always online and, and just ticking it off. So it was a lot of local runs. I ended up running 284 miles in Afghanistan this year because wow. I, I had to go back to Afghanistan. Um so I only had a very small little area where I could run around. In fact, it was 400 meter sort of square concrete pad. So I ran around that over a thousand times. That was um, a little bit mind numbing. So that was just a lot of podcasts and a lot of just going to my happy place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, zoning out. Yeah, but it's, um, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. You have to make do, don't you? Yeah, and make do you did because you've got to the end of 2020 and what an incredible achievement, mate. Fair, fair play to you. <laughs> Fair play to you. Amazing. Um, okay, so um, what's 2021 got in plan for you then? I need to fix myself a little bit, I think, because um, the the running gate and everything like that is um, I'm, I'm I kind of ruined myself this year running as a stormtrooper. You know, I did um, I think this year in total I did um, just over 1,100 miles, but a thousand of them were in a costume where I can't run as if I normally run. Um, and coupled with what I have to do for a profession, um, 
I fly in the back of helicopters where I can't stand up. So um, my uh, my mobility and everything like that is is really quite difficult. So I feel broken. I really, really mm. do. So for me, I think it's, it's running, but also now um, discovering more sort of yoga and other fitness pilates maybe. You know, I just I need to recognize now that I, uh, I need all the help I can get, I think. So I'm looking forward to running as the anonymous runner now, running through the street. Because, you know, when you're a stormtrooper, everyone waves at you. And now I just run down the street. In fact, I was, um, I was in the local shop recently and, and I heard someone sort of make reference to, oh, yeah, I saw a stormtrooper running around earlier on. And I was in the, the you know, I was behind <laughs> this person in a queue. It was like, oh, I'm a bad man. And um, yeah, I just I just felt that's really funny because a lot of people don't know it's me. So I, I quite like the idea of just, again, being that anonymous runner, just, you know, the everyman. I just want to rediscover running for me. And I want, in some respects, I want to rediscover the love of running because it was an absolute it was a, a burden you know i was just like in in the last um because i had to stop running for four weeks because i really injured my foot so um i had um on november the 27th i still had 180 miles to go to complete my target mm-hmm. so i really had to push it in december and um even just getting dressed you know it's like sometimes i'm sure your listeners wake up and think oh i don't want to go for a run today you know just that whole thing about putting on your trainers and getting out yeah. of there is hard work yeah. putting on the costume like you know takes half an hour so um yeah, I, I just, um, it's not that I fell out of love with running, but I just want to rediscover that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know what's interesting? We've heard that quite a lot when, because I always tend to kind of come round to this question towards the end of these chats. And you hear, you do hear it quite a lot because we hear from these people who have done these amazing things, who have fundraised, who have pushed the limits. And sometimes it is a case of just, I want to get back to basics. I just want to go out and I want to run and I want to enjoy myself and not worry about times or fundraising or, and to be fair, mate, I think you've earned it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I do. I just want to go out and, um, you know, I just want to, I want to run about my watch. Um, and, um, this year, you know, I'm a member of the Brooks Run Happy team, and um, it's been it's been tremendous being on that team. Brooks have been fantastic supporting the Stormtroopers since 2018, and um, so for me, you know, they they've been sending me the kit like they send all the teammates the kit, and I'm like, yeah, I can't wear it because I'm just wearing a, I'm just wearing a Stormtrooper costume. <laughs> Put it so over the top. Now I'm yeah, I'm just looking forward to actually just yeah running in shorts, running yeah. in t-shirt, running happy, and just you know yeah being out there and just having fun but social interaction i just you know we all need that don't we you know yeah and, and you are uh, you, you are quite present on social media as well blogging podcasting is that going to continue have you got more plans to keep telling your story and, and reaching out to people talking maybe about the the charity stuff you're such a passionate person yeah. when it comes to um advocating fundraising ideas that kind of thing well thanks for asking so i did um I did the Running Stormtrooper podcast, which was just a 10 episode uh, thing throughout the year, um, sort of charting, cataloging what we would uh, what we were doing, um, making references to the Guinness World Record. We're, so each episode I was trying to give um, advice on fundraising and um, and a little sort of tale. And um, they were meant to be like the, the about 40 minutes, 50 minutes. So, you know, perfect for a run. Um, people have asked me if I'm going to continue with that. I, I've got no plans to continue with that, but I'm going to leave that online for, it, it's meant to encourage sort of would-be fundraisers, you know, that it's not impossible. You know, my initial charity uh, target was £2,000 and I've now just, you know, uh, got to 70000 So, you know, and that was just with a, hey, you know, I wonder if I can do this. So, 
you know, there'll be listeners now of yours, which, you know, who knows anything's possible for them. And I know that you've had some fantastic people on who have already been doing some amazing fundraising, but you know, I just, I, I want to give encouragement to people. My Instagram stormtrooper run. Well, um, I don't know if I can keep the name stormtrooper run, you know, I vowed not to wear it again, but, um, uh, we'll see. And I've got the, the Facebook page, which is make a star Wars wish and spread a smile. And that's got all the videos and everything else. And, um, stormtrooperrun.com. That again is, is the sort of blog area and it's got access to everything, the lab Bible bit and all about the, the medals. I'll, I'll leave all those online. Um, I, I will maintain a presence, but I, I do think apart from schools, I used to run with schools and I used to do sort of assemblies with school kids and try and encourage them. If the local schools, when they're able to say, do you want to come back and do an assembly? I'll probably do that. But I, I can't have a Rocky five, man. No. I just, you know, <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> well, you say that, you say that. Um, so stormtrooperrun.com is the website. Yeah. Uh, Podcast people just search Stormtrooper. Yeah, running Stormtrooper podcast. Run podcast. Yeah. Um, Instagram handle is Stormtrooper Run, and Facebook is. It's uh, also if you went to at Stormtrooper Run on Facebook, you will get to the page which is Make a Star Wars Wish and Spread a Smile. Brilliant, and that takes you. So that's the charities that you've worked with. So Make a Wish, yeah. Spread a Smile. Well worth checking out and donating to if people can. Um, anyone else that you wanted to, to shout out? Brooks, of course, who've been supporting you so much. Yeah. Um, anyone else you wanted to mention? Well, yeah, as I said, Brooke, Brooks have been brilliant. And I have to say, from a, uh, a lube point of view, you know, you see a lot of people asking questions saying, oh, if you need a good lube, Jez yeah. is about to drop some knowledge. Yeah, um, well, it was it was the London Marathon Expo. I was sort of running around in the costume again to try and raise a little bit of awareness. And there was a company called Two Toms who do this stuff called Sport Shield. And uh, so they do great foot powder. They do anti-chafe stuff. They do things for ladies. They do things for men. And uh, and they've all always been really really good and really supportive. So so they're great, you know. There there are so many other things which I can say. Oh yeah, I I use these um, products for my for for hydration or what have you. But no, I mean collectively, I would say the community as a whole. I would like to thank because um, Instagram have been very supportive. People on Facebook have been very supportive in keeping me motivated. And that's a lovely thing about Instagram. I think you guys have got. Uh, what you've done in a short space of time, what did you say, since October or something, wasn't yes, it? You, you, yeah. I mean, look at what you've created. You guys have got to be so um, so amazed and, I don't know, just blown away with the support which you've got, what's been going on today, you know, with, with the videos and the Make Matt Run stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, you have captured and you've capitalised such a fantastic community on this podcast. And, you know, we're collectively, if we harness that, um, there's so much which we can all achieve. I agree 100%. And probably a nice place to finish, Jez. Although I do have three very important pressing questions <laughs> for you before we do, okay? Okay, okay. Number one, best Star Wars movie that's not The Empire Strikes Back, because we all know that's the best one. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. Um, and, and then after that, it would I would you can't take away the original Star Wars for me, you mm. know, with the... Uh, I like Rogue One as well. I, I was I Rogue One. I was, that was going to be. I was going to go. Mm, Rogue yeah. One was pretty probably one that we could dissect for about an hour, but we won't. So yeah. That's question one. Question two: best character across all three trilogies. Um, ooh, across all three trilogies. Well, mm. that really limits it down. Um, uh, I, um, I understand so, the loans. Uh, all right, yeah, yeah. Whole universe. Yeah, you want to no, sure. throw in the Clone Wars? No, no. I'll just. Say, I, I think. I think Han Solo is a pretty cool character. Correct answer. And two <laughs> B extension of two. Who shot first? 
Oh, huh. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> do it again. Brilliant. Right then, Jez. And on that note, if not, if we probably had 90% of the audience turned off because they go, what are they going on what about? Um, but uh, I will let you get back to your day, sir. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to me. Thank you for all the amazing fundraising that you've done, your support of the show as well. Hopefully we'll get a chance at some point in the future maybe to go for a run. Brilliant. I would love that. Thank you so much. All the best, mate. Cheers, Rob. Jez Allenson, a.k.a. the Stormtrooper runner map. What do you reckon? May the force be with you. Always. <laughs> Lovely. Great chat. Well done. What a guy, eh? He's yeah. such a nice bloke. That was the thing that, that I took. Not, not that I thought he was going to be an arsehole or anything, but... <laughs> Like, you don't know anything about him, do you? <laughs> that tickles me. Um, you don't know anything about him, do you? It's that, like, no. you know, he runs in this outfit. He could have been anyone, couldn't he? But yeah. he's, just, he's just a thoroughly Gen- nice chap. Yeah. Genuine chap, yeah. Brilliant chat as well. Very good. Love Team him. Matt as well. He is, yes. We've got a stormtrooper running for me. <laughs> Get that. Does Get that out. make you Darth Vader? I am your father. I See, I yeah. see you as more of an Ewok. <laughs> Yoda, maybe. Yoda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that should have been your fancy dress outfit. <laughs> I watched an anyway. episode of that uh, Star Wars today as well. That the Star Wars, did that you? That the Star did Wars. You, uh... did, did you enjoy it? Uh, well, I tried. My four-year-old just put a stop to me enjoying any <laughs> anything today, to be fair. <laughs> Persevere, mate. To yeah. get better. You get yeah. there. Empire Strikes Back and Rogue One are the two you need to watch. They're the two best ones. Right. Anyway, so brilliant. Thanks, Jez. Really appreciate your time, mate. Uh, hopefully, speak again soon. I'm sure we will because, of course, he is a member of the Make Matt Run Challenge. Uh, speaking of the Make Matt Run Challenge, I think it's time we talk about it. Here's with a sound by Matthew. The Make Matt Run Challenge. Both spouse wins. <laughs> Uh, you have got some catching up to do, sir, haven't you? I took uh-huh, the lead yes. last week. Is it 50 behind or something like that? Is it? About, so, about 50, yeah. 60 in it, but it yeah. was a big swing because I think at one point you're about 300 miles ahead. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So you, you, you pulled pulled it in front of me, so hopefully my guys have, uh, have smashed it this week and, uh, and and pulled it back, especially with the, uh, the Strava out that we've all been smashing out. You say smashing out. Your guys are pretty <laughs> hard and loose with the concept of what constitutes Strava art, haven't you? Uh, yeah. Well, I, th- I think they've, they've tried. They've tried their best. They went out and they've, they've, they've drawn mm-hmm. some things. <laughs> what things they yeah. were, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think they've done that thing. They've, they've, they've gone out for a run and then they've come back and they've gone, what does this look like? <laughs> <laughs> my, my team same thing but i spent the first five days of the challenge on the whatsapp chat being like no you can't use that it's not proper strava art whereas <laughs> you were clearly being like i yeah. think it looks like a mushroom yeah <laughs> yeah well one one guys but well, i think one, one woman sorry came and says um what's this look like and i'm like thinking i'm thinking I said, it looks like a lasso <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> put it in <laughs> stuff it um I, I tell you what though uh big shout out uh, my favorite and i'll mm. i'll 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 give you this because it's a team Matt one. Uh, Richie, Richie runs NYC. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That elephant. Oh, it good that. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he actually used the streets to his advantage and, and created an elephant. That's that's great. You, you know what? That's what I respected about it because all joking aside, you can just go on a field and make something yeah. resembling what you need it to. But to do it on the streets, that elephant was banging, man. Really. Yeah, so well, yeah. you are you are best in class, star pupil. Well done. Deserves that. Um, well done. Yes. 
so, big week. We've had the scav- we've got scavenger hunt going this week. We'll talk about that in a little while. Uh, so this is last week's scores. We need to go and find out what's happening, don't we, Matt? We do, yes. So some say that Nike invented the Alpha Fly so runners can keep up with him, and that he once climbed Everest barefoot. All we know is he's called Statman John. Hello, lads. Statman John. Here he is. Here he is. How we doing, sir? You all right? Oh, I'm not going to lie to you. I need a bit of help. Oh no! Oh, what's up? I I've literally just captured a crow. <laughs> You've captured that. You've captured a crow. Captured a crow. I don't know what to do. It's in my bag. I'm sorry. How did you? Did, was it just on the on the garden? You just chucked a bag over it, or did you? No, uh, during the week I saw a cat capture a bird and I thought, I wonder if I could do that, and I did. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, yeah, I think you should probably just release it back into the... Unless, unless it could become part of your animal menagerie. Do you think it'd get on with the ants? I don't know, lads. It's in the bag. I'm panicking. I'm, I'm in Louise's house. I'm going to have to let it go after this call, I think. Yeah, I think. How long has it been bagged, that man, John? I might actually. You uh, done a good point there, Rob. I might let it in the shed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it, is it okay? Is it been in the bag long? Are you sure? Have you given it any food? No, I just caught it and ran up here. Uh, right. It's still moving though. It's still moving. The bag. The bag is moving. Yeah. 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 My my advice, I'm not I'm not an animal expert, Statman John, but I would suggest maybe just letting the crow go. That would be my my advice. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. just made a little hole in the bag. I'll do that. Maybe. <laughs> I'm panicking a bit. Sweating. <laughs> tell you what, tell you what, uh, Statman John, do you want to go and release it now and see if it, see if it flies away? <laughs> no, it'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. He's here. He's all right. Don't worry. Right. Has he got a name? <laughs> no. Um, Jack. <laughs> Jack, Jack the Crow. Yeah, that's what I call him. Good, good. Okay. You no, know so if I give him a name, he's got to come in the shed. <laughs> that's the rules. Them, them's the rules. <laughs> so you've got an ant, <laughs> an ant called an ant, an ant uh, farm. And, yeah. and good. Well, it's you, it could you're building a zoo, Statman John. You can make some money out of this. Mm, I just can't believe I've done it. I, really. <laughs> I'm shocked. I shocked myself. <laughs> okay, uh, let's move on then from Jack the Crow. Um, as much as I could talk about it all day, um, Statman John is. Uh, and let's talk about make Matt run for this week, shall we? Yes, of course. Do you want the uh, miles first or the mind? Well, let's do the mind first. Uh, Matt's been away practicing for you, Statman John. He's oh, on his great. best behaviour. I've set him as a project. Matt, do you have a jingle? You were always on Stadman John's mind. <laughs> you were always on Stadman John's mind. Still going. Sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> uh, what do you reckon, Stadman John? He's worked. He's been working on that all week. It's took him a long time to figure that out. That that was beautiful. I really enjoyed that. I've never heard that before. It's touching. <laughs> Good. Uh, uh, so, who's been on your mind this week, Stadman John? 
So I'll, I'll do Rob first. Rob, this week we've had Andy Cow runs on the mind. Yep. And then someone in particular has been on my mind a lot this week. It's beautiful. Hatters 65. Oh, yes. Yes. That's my mother, Statman John. Oh, my. No, she's not, is she? <laughs> sister. <laughs> oh, she'll love you for that, Statman John. She, uh, maybe, she, maybe, she, maybe Matt could sort out a rendezvous, Statman John. But I can't meet her, I can't meet her, no. Uh, not unless she passed some tests first, but... <laughs> she, I don't think she's got claps, Statman John. Let her know she's loved, that's all. <laughs> no, she's loved. Right, thanks, Statman John. And what about Matt's team? Who's on your mind for Matt's team? Uh, lanky legs keep running. Mm. Yeah, my my opposite. He's he's been on my mind and um, positive lassie. Oh, good. Karen, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, they're on my mind too. Very good, uh, very good. Thanks, Stepman John. Hits with the hits with the outro sound like Matt. <laughs> so you've been on Stepman John's mind. <laughs> yeah, you've been on Stepman John's mind. Hey. Oh, oh wow. Listen to Ooh, that all day, I could. There you, there you go, Statman John. Um, so, okay, let's talk about scores on the doors. So, I'm in the lead. Uh, let's what, t- tell tell us what happened last week, Statman John. Well, you had a big week. I won't lie to you. So, uh, last week was Rob 2192.36. Oh. Okay. Right. Then, yeah. Matt, you came in at 2. Four, nine. Oh! No! Oh, look at that! Get in there! Yes! No! Yes! No! That is a fix. I demand a recount. I'm going full Donald Trump on this. <laughs> 300 miles. Go man. hard or go home, boys. Yes! And girls. Go hard or go home, you little ass. Oh my god, Matt flipping it to Statman John. Is that 2004? Is that the biggest mileage we've ever had for a single week Friday ever, team? Ever in the history oh, yes. of my life. You got it last week, and now we've just took it off you like a Strava <laughs> that we are. But the thing, yeah, yeah, you are stealing segments, stealing segments. <laughs> but think, the thing is, though, I thought that we might struggle with the Strava art, but I don't think we did. It was about even numbers that did the Strava art, wasn't it, Statman John? Yes, yeah. it was yeah. only uh, one out. Might have done one more, that was all. Oh, mm. so, so it was just it was just mega miles, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, 302.2, to be exact, you know, I like to be exact. So what's, what's, what's the difference in the scores now overall, Statman John? Because that'll put Matt back in the lead, won't it? Yes, yeah. so Rob, you are 
up for grabs. Um, okay, good. Well done, team Matt. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Statman John, as always, for lightening our lives. Is Lou about by any chance? Yeah, I'll go and get her because this bag isn't moving much. I'm a bit worried. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't tell her yeah, about go the crow. Yeah. Go and, yeah, go and sort we won't mention the crow. Go and see to him, make sure he's all right, okay? Don't do mouth to mouth. I might have to. I've got to go, lads. I'll see you see next week. I'll let Bye, you know. Bye, Stapman, John. Bye, Bye Stapman, John. Lou, Lou. Hello. Hello, Hello. Lou. Don't look up. Don't look in the table. The, uh, why? What's here? Nothing. 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 Um, how are um, you? How John are you? just went past me so quick with a uh, black bin bag, so God knows what he's been up to. Was it moving? No. Mm. Forget about it. <laughs> Move on. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. How are you? How's your week been? It has been good, thanks. I'm trying to think what's even happened, but it's been a good week. You had a good quiz on Saturday. Ooh. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I had a a big yeah. FOMO. You'll be there next time, won't you, mate? Yes, I am there on the 12th. Lovely. Brilliant. Lovely. So, um, tell us a little bit then, Lou, about where we're up to. So, uh, do you want to tell us about Golden Baton first, please? Um, yes. So, last week, Golden Baton, we had Lads Week, didn't we? James Moon, personal trainer, and fighting the dad bod. Yep. Both smashed it out of the park. Mm. Um, and then this week, Rob, you've got Chasing Chaplin. Uh, yep. She's already out loads, and we're just at the weekend. And then, yep. Matt, you've got Run With Matt. Mm -hmm. All the mats. All the mats. All the mats. Team You've got mat. a lot of mats on your team, haven't you? Yes, I have got the original Matt Taylor as well on my team. Well, you, oh yeah, we've got we've got Matt Taylor 2.0. We've got the better Matt Taylor. <laughs> he's taller than you. He's faster than you. I don't know if he's faster than you. I'm just assuming. He's definitely yeah. taller than you. Better how, than you, you um, <laughs> how do you feel about having someone with the same name as you? I've never met someone with my name exact. I don't think he's exact because he's got actually two two T's in his in his first name. So I don't oh, think he's... <laughs> right. a bit pedantic. Sorry, did you know, Lou? Did you know, Lou, that my, my my name's quite obscure, isn't it? Um, yeah. That I know of when I Google it, there are only two Robert Hitchmos in the world. I don't know if you knew that, Lou. That oh I wow! Find. I'm sure there's more, but I can only find two. There's me, and there's a quite successful. Uh, Australian comedian called Rob Hitchmo who does stuff on TV and stand up around, around, in and around Australia and New Zealand. So, do you know what that means, Lou? That means that I'm the shittest Rob Hitchmo. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, that's so sad. I'm the worst one. I'm the worst one. However, uh, I got I got to the um, the Twitter handle first, so I got at Rob Hitchmo. So take that at Rob Hitchmo four in Australia. <laughs> Not got everything going Wait, for you, have you? If there's only two Rob Hitchmos, why did he chose number four instead of number two? Oh, you'll, you'll have to ask him. I'm sure he'll give you a hilarious, witty anecdote from his very successful set. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm coming for you. This podcast gaining traction. I'm going to be the best Rob Hitchmo. Anyway, sorry. I get I sidetrack us a lot with these pointless stories, don't I, in you this do. section. Uh, so that's the golden baton, Lou. Thank you so much for that. What about competitions then? Um, the challenges. Yes, please. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah. So this week, OMG, Scavenger Hunt has gone wild. That's all I'm seeing on Instagram. Yeah, it's on player that. I've seen it. Yeah, loads of people getting involved in that. Brilliant. Um, so, yeah, five miles for each one, 20 miles up for grabs. Everyone is doing that. So really good. Want to hear next week? 
Yes, please. Coming, yeah, Saturday. Stroking my beard, start Saturday. We have got Red Week. Red Week? Red Week. Tell us about Red Week, Lou. I'm intrigued. What does this mean? So you either have to run or walk at least a mile every day that week and you'll get a bonus 10 miles on top of your week. Brilliant. Oh, good one. Nice. Oh, that'll be good because everyone who's doing Red January will have had a couple of days to recover. Yeah. So it'll be, is day one, is it the Saturday, Lou? So Saturday the 6th. Saturday the 6th, yeah. yeah, that's it. Through till the following Friday. Run yeah. or walk more than a mile every day. Get yourself a bonus 10. 10 bonus miles. 10 miles. That's Easy really good. that. Mm. Lovely. Yeah, really. Oh, uh, very good. Love it, Lou. Love and it, that's Lou. it. That's the challenges. That's the golden button. That's the action. Brilliant. Thank you. Probably worth just, just shouting out before we go scavenger hunt, just to loop back round to that. Uh, all fun and games. Great that everyone's taking part. But important message, you don't know where your local defibrillator is. Find out because it could save mm -hmm. a life. Yeah. Touche. Yes. That is true. Touche. <laughs> I mean ditto. I meant ditto. That is not, that is not the correct use of touche. I know. It does. That's why I changed it and said ditto. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yes, uh, ditto. Uh, Matt Breeze. Um... <laughs> touche. <laughs> hey, yes, there you go. That is the right use of touche. Very good, my friend. Right, Lou, we will not take up any more of your day. Thank you so much. Uh, maybe check your bins would be my advice. Oh, God, I'm worried. Okay, I will. All right. Uh, yeah, nice thank to you so see much. you. Say hi, say hi to the gang, and we'll see you next week. I will. Take care. Bye. Bye. Dude, that was a big week for you. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound Get of the in. police. Yep. Getting. Yes. Yeah, massive week. I, I think, I, I mean, it helped It helped that you ran some miles this week. That probably it contributed. Did, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I, did, I upped my game this week. I think I've done an extra 10 miles than what I did last week. So that's, uh, it's still not, it's still not 200 miles, though, is it? 200 odd miles. No. No, it's not. It's not. But it happens. I think we won. We we won last week by about two two fifty, didn't we? I think. Yeah, so, you did. Yeah. I, I, uh, like, how, how is it going from one week to the other? It's, it's strange, isn't it? How you you by that many? It's yeah. balmy, isn't it? But I but I do quite like it. I like that it's not predictable. Backward, yeah. So it's Backward not. You know, and we we thought the challenges would make a big difference, but it seems like about the same amount of people are doing the challenges each week. So. It is just about the fact that sometimes people have rest weeks, sometimes people yeah. get a bit hurt, they have a niggle and they stop. Sometimes people have big weeks. It's coming to the odds of the end of Red January. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in February after Red January is yeah. done. But um, we're halfway through. Halfway through. We're having good mm. fun, though, aren't we, mate? Oh, yes. Yeah, so halfway through the series. Wow. It Jesus. is, mate. Yeah, it's episode six today, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Amazing. But yeah, looking, looking forward to next week and definitely looking forward to chatting to Lou and, of course, Pat <laughs> Genius. Um, Absolute genius. He is. He's an enigma wrapped in a riddle. Right. Have you got a good news story for me today, Matthew? Is that the, uh, is that the soundbite for that segment, is it? I have, to, I have to make it weirder every week, mate. And I'm getting to a yeah. point now where I'm running out of ideas. So, um, <laughs> just yeah. do what I do and just do a loud voice every time. <laughs> Good news <Good>. story! <laughs> like Brian Blessings introducing this segment. <laughs> yeah, so this, this week... Uh... <laughs> and this is a good news story today! 
<laughs> yeah, so this this story I saw in uh, on Runners World on Instagram. Um, a mother and daughter, uh, Sandy Williamson, and her daughter Kayleigh, who suffers with uh, Down syndrome. Uh, they got into a bit of a bad lifestyle, you know, eating all the stuff we shouldn't be eating and stuff like that. And her daughter ended up being 215 pounds, which is 97 kilograms, and uh, she had a host of different conditions like uh, pre-diabetes, sleep apnea, uh, rare blood platelet conditions uh, that led to Graves' disease uh, and that was a turning point for them to change their life around. So they started Weight Watchers and uh, started losing some weight uh, and <laughs> Kaylee's mother said her, her changes helped benefit her mother because they, yeah. they, they both got into that, that lifestyle. Um, so in 2012... Sandy, the, the mother of the two, uh, started a running journey, and then a year later, Kayla, she she joined on with that journey. Um, and obviously, as a mother, she she was pushed doing the thing that mothers do, pushing people, making them trying to go faster and harder. And then she realised she needs to <laughs> needed to chill chill out a little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So in America, in Austin, they do a series of five or six races that run consecutively, so it, it progresses from five k. 10k, 10 mile, all the way up to the marathon distance if you wanted to. But yeah. to get onto the to get onto the next race, you have to uh, get in a certain time for the previous race. Yeah. Okay. Uh, otherwise, you don't start the line for the next next series. Okay. So she bat- That's quite interesting. Yeah. 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 So she she battled on. Uh, she she got up to the first 10 miles and she didn't make the time, so she lost the right to start the next race. But she carried on battling on, and in 2017, she finished the series uh, with a half-marathon challenge. She finished that series, so bless her. Uh, wow. And then the ailments that she had before have now gone. Um, and Kayla has even wrote a children's book as well about her first half-marathon, which is brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah, she's also open to uh, – she's planning to run the marathon uh, in, in the near future as well. So that, that's the good news story for this week. And you can actually follow, follow them on Instagram as well. It's uh, – they're – Insta handle is at Sue Eagles, so S E W Eagles ninety one. If you want to give them a follow, brilliant story. Brilliant. Yeah, great story, ladies. You are both, without question, our heroes of the week. We salute you. <laughs> brilliant. Uh, great one. Okay, so one last thing to cover before we go, Matt. Yes. I'll be honest. I wasn't sure if this was going to get any traction. I wasn't sure if this was going to be a one and done and no, and everyone would be like, you're talking rubbish. This is a running podcast. What are you on about? Mm. But last week, sir, we launched The Fartlek Files. We did. I've got it. It's The Fartlek Files. Oh, you've got a theme tune. Yeah. an actual one. You have been doing your homework this week. Do it again for me. It's The Fartlek Files. Do you know what that's from? No, tell me. DuckTales. Oh, yeah. DuckTales. Yeah, very good. Look at you. Look at you dropping bombs. Um, so, yeah. So last week we went out to our lovely Instagram running community and we said, look, if we were going to make a 90s playlist, what song would you like on there? Mm-hmm. And we got some brilliant responses. Didn't we? Bangers, everything, yes. everything from Umbop to Entrance <laughs> to Faithless to Nirvana. Um, and some amazing feedback from people who went out and ran with it. So yeah. I think it landed pretty well, don't you, mate? And I, I, after I did the scavenger hunt, I ran with it as well. It brightened me up too. My, uh, yeah, brightened up my day, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> me, me, me too. Uh, running, running to Killing in the Name off by Rage Against the Machine while trying to get to Greg's <laughs> yeah. was particularly fun. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, good one. So, yeah, that went down really well. So, what we're, we're going to keep going with them. I think Jack told me we've got just under 50 sort of downloads, listens on the Spotify playlist. So, nice. people like it. So, we're going to do it some more. So, the 90s playlist will be available. It's always available. Go down. It's free. If you've got Spotify, you can download it and play it offline. If you've not got Spotify, you can use the free version and listen to it on Shuffle, but it will use your mobile data if you're out and about. Um, but we're going to put a new one on every week until people get bored of it. So this week we went out. What, what was the theme for this week? This this week's theme is Movie Week. Movie Week, movie, yeah. yeah. Soundtracks Ooh. for movies. Yeah, brilliant. And we got some <laughs> we got some great ones, didn't we? Like uh, there is uh, loads oh, to choose. There's loads of good good ones to choose from. Absolutely thousands yeah. of songs you could pick on this this yeah. uh, this movie yeah. week one. We got we got a couple of common themes. We got a couple of common themes in uh, in terms of people picking the same one or similar songs. So quite a lot of love for Danger Zone, right? From Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. Ding. Quite a lot of love for that. Um, and also uh, Power of Love from Back to the Future, yeah. absolute banger. Uh, so they're, they're both going to definitely be on there. And people have pretty much um, requested the entire score of The Greatest Showman, which <laughs> that's going to be your pick as well, isn't it, Matt? It is, yes, The Greatest Showman. That, that is a classic film. It's brilliant. I love watching that film. <laughs> it's so upbeat and, and fun. Uh, but my, my song from that is The Other Side, uh, oh, the, bar, yes. the bar scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right love here, it. right now. I put the offer out. <laughs> yeah, love it. Absolute, absolute banger. And it's not one of the ones that you think of first, is it? But no. I, it is. It's the best song off Great Showman for me. Absolutely brilliant. Love it. Love yeah. the dance, the yeah. banging, the glasses on the table. Brilliant. I, d- I do enjoy that when we were talking through what we're going to put on this segment. Me, you, and Jack all tentatively admitted <laughs> that we love the Greatest Showman, and then realised we all love yeah. the Greatest Showman. And it was like, right, okay, so we're all going to have to get drunk and watch the Greatest Showman together, aren't we? Yeah, all full, fully outfitted up with all hats and coats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm I'm going to go for. Um, it's a song that's probably been on quite a lot of films actually it's used quite liberally however the one I always remember it from is uh, 500 Days of Summer don't know if you've seen that with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Zoe Deschanel it's not a love story Uh, it's the catch line very very good film Uh, but it's been in a lot you might not know the film but you'll know the song Daryl Hall and John Oates You Make My Dreams Come True Mm -hmm. sing it it for me I'm true. Do, 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 do. No? No. Well, well you, you I'm make I'm my I'm dream. I'll tell you what, I'm going to have to download it. It is. I, it's, it's on my actual marathon playlist, so it's on oh. my running playlist. I love it. It's such an upbeat song to run to. It's great. If you don't know it, like Matt, you're going to love it, I promise you. Uh, that's going to be on there along with all the other songs that have been recommended, there's about 30 in the playlist again this week. Uh, the entire score of The Greatest Showman, apparently. So, uh, available from Thursday, we'll show you all the links. And all you need to do is jump on Spotify, give it a download, give it a like, and enjoy it on your runs this week. Give us some feedback, let us know what you think. We hope I'll you enjoy it as much as the yeah, 90s one. I'll certainly, I'll certainly be downloading again and listening to that one, definitely. It's nice, it's nice, it's nice to... Not li- I mean, even if you do listen to music, I find that I've got one playlist and I just listen to it again and again and again. And yeah. so it's, it's nice to have like different ideas. Yeah, genres, have- yeah. The to put on, it's just like, yeah, bang it on for a run and have a listen. But as always, guys, please do remember to listen to the show before. <laughs> please. <laughs> please. Please listen to us. Although you've got this, then yeah. it's probably 
fine if you really want yes. to turn off. Uh, right then, so we're going to get out of here, my fine four foot friend. But mm-hmm. have we uh, got some thank yous? I think for this week, who do we want to thank? I have yeah. First of all, I want to shout out uh, Jordan Moore, who's uh, just finished his uh, Red January. I know a lot of people have been doing this, but he's uh, he's smashed out ten miles a day for the yeah, January. Yeah. So I think he's I think he's finished on about three three eighty or something like that. Is it something like yeah. that? Yeah, bang, banged so, out yeah. a twenty mile run today to finish. Yeah. Not, so, not, not that ten miles a day every day in the month wasn't enough, but there you go. All, all, all in uh, aid of the uh, charity that is Bluebell Woods uh, Children's Hospice in Sheffield. So yeah, well, well, done, well done, Jordan. Well over five hundred pound raised. Yes, Jordan, you're an absolute superstar. A um, couple of thank yous again. I said it earlier on, but thank you to everybody who attended the What the Fart Let Quiz Night. Uh, thank you to Rav um, for helping setting it up. Series one mm-hmm. guest. If you're not listening, go back. It's an awesome episode. Thank you to Joe and to Paul who put everything together. Um, big, big help with that. Uh, really enjoyed it. Um, we're going to be doing it again. Keep your eyes open. Uh, we need to thank Jez. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Jez, for yeah. joining us. Thank you for taking part. Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. Really good one. Really good sport. Um, his uh, Instagram handle, one more time, is stormtrooper underscore run. Um, yeah. And he has a website as well that I'm just loading now, which is... No, he doesn't. Oh, he does. <laughs> We'll put we'll put it in the bio. It's fine. <laughs> we are not prepared. Um, who else are we thanking? Uh, I think that's about it, isn't it? Graham Lindley. Also. Oh yes, obviously, obviously. <laughs> we thank you every week. How did I miss that? Yeah, thank uh, you, Graham Nick, Lindley. Nick Dirt Monkey for joining the Wildy Club. The Wildy Story, yes. The Wildy well Club. Uh, next week we've got Jenna Wilkinson on. Yes, aka Jenna is running. Jenna yeah. dot is dot running. So, yeah. yeah, really, really fun chat, this one. Absolutely inspirational human being, uh, just for no other reason than she is inspirational. She just, she just, she does stuff and you think, wow, that's amazing. It's, it's yeah. literally the only way I can describe Jenna. Such a good conversation from the Northeast as well. So uh, good patter, good bants. Uh, really enjoyed it. Looking forward to chatting to her. Um, I've forgotten anybody, have we, Matt? I don't think so. That's no? about okay. it, yeah. Good. Right then, so if anyone wants to give me a follow on Instagram, I am a little runner boy, Rob. And I am Matty Owls. At Matty Owls. JP! And I'm at Jack Penfold Running. You forgot again then, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I know. You have, it's, it's, you have, just, it's just you my name was running at the end. One one line every week. That's all I've you have to do. I've had too much of that Terry's chocolate orange. I feel a bit icky. <laughs> well, you shouldn't eat an entire Terry Shuffle orange on a Sunday afternoon, then should I'm you? I'm gonna go and have a white chocolate, like hot chocolate or something. That's not gonna make it better. You just add in. On... Never mind. <laughs> uh, right, right, then, guys. So lockdown continues to lock us down, but don't let it get you down, man. Enjoy your runs. Be excellent to each other. Come and have a chat with us if you're feeling low, if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling blue. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Give us a share. Give us All a follow. Lovely. Have a chat with us. We would love to hear from you. Just keep sharing that love, guys. We love you. Happy running, and we'll see you next week. And may the force be with you.